0: I'm Lenora, your host for Three P's in a Pod, Purpose, Pathways, and Perspectives. I hope you subscribe to this podcast, rate it, hopefully rate it well, and share it with someone else. This is a new episode. This is one about maybe a little bit of everything, purpose, pathway, and perspective. It's about hope and your future. We have a future. We want to make it a great one. Let's talk about it. Now, I'm not pretending to be a teacher, but enjoy today's episode and some thoughts about hope and a future. When the Seattle Seahawks won the Super Bowl in 2015, like everyone else in Seattle, I was elated. I jumped, I shouted, I cheered. You'd have thought somehow I sort of some way played the game, but it was an amazing day. It was an amazing season. And when I watched the replays and the stories afterwards, I enjoyed the winning all over again. And I also remember the parade in downtown Seattle. I watched the parade from one of our office buildings with several other friends, And I kind of got this epiphany. I mean, maybe I knew this before, but that day I thought, wow, you can see the way we responded to a win, that mankind was created to win. Look how excited people were about it. A win. Humans were intended, made for, created, I believe, to win. Obviously, we don't win always, but we sure enjoy it when we do. And winning can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people, and the Super Bowl is a series of hard-fought battles. There's ups and downs in the season all along the way. It can be quite the emotional roller coaster. triumphs, tragedies, sometimes side by side. I remember we watched some of the games. Um, now, my mom passed away a couple of years ago, but back then she would watch the games with us, except sometimes she wouldn't stay throughout the whole game. You'd look around and think, where'd mom go? But she would just exit. It was too much stress for her sometimes. I think she didn't want to get her hopes up because what if we lost? And I know I was nervous about that too. We all were at times. But do we do that ourselves in life sometimes? We get afraid to put our hopes up because what if we lose? I don't want to take this down really fast, but I'm thinking this episode is about hope because losses can be very discouraging. And though we will certainly have losses in life, we certainly overall have a desire to win. Now, if you're feeling hopeless or really struggling, especially in a year like this, how do you get back to a place where you feel encouraged? So let's talk a little bit about hope. I looked up hope, even though we think we know what the definition of a word is. And I like this definition, a confident expectation for good. So do you have one? Do I have a confident expectation for something good in my future? What do I believe about my future? What do you believe about your future? Because if we don't believe something good, we can get really stuck. There's a saying, hope deferred, and deferred means postponed, put off, over and over, put off, makes the heart sick. But a desire satisfied is a tree of life. So what do you desire? What do you hope for? Do you have a confident expectation for good in your future? Do you expect a good future? I remember in my 20s, a time where I should have been the most excited about my future, I went through some mental health issues, and I think it's more common than we think. So I want to be a part of helping people not be afraid to talk about it. But if you have been in a place or are in a place or know someone who's in a place that has really lost hope and hope for their future, I'm going to give a couple of things that I hope will stir up hope again. So I know that I had some really wrong beliefs in my 20s. Belief about my own value, belief about whether I could even succeed. And I was spiraling into a place where I didn't even think about a future. But I needed hope stirred up again for a future. Now, I'm a person of faith, so I could talk to you all day long about how much I think God helped me and other people helped me get hope again. But whether or not you're a person of faith, I want to give you some practical thoughts. One is use your imagination. There's a book I read uh, called The Fourth Dimension by Dr. Cho. And it is a, a book with faith talked about in it, but boy, does he talk about using your imagination. The human imagination is incredibly powerful and you want to use your imagination for you. You don't want to let your imagination be used against you. So what are you thinking about? What are you imagining? Are you imagining some good things? Can you see some good things for your future? Maybe you should get out a piece of paper and a pen or pencil and write down some ideas, good ideas that you can imagine for your future. An imagination is powerful. And if you let your imagination get filled up with negative things and thoughts of only losses and repeat failures, you're going to discourage yourself. So you're going to have to on purpose make a shift, change the station in your mind and begin to imagine some good things. Uh, Use either a person's voice or a podcast like mine or a podcast like others or read a book and stir your imagination for good. Put some pictures in front of your mind, pictures in front of your eyes, good things into your ears to help your imagination for good things so you can stir up hope again for your future. Another thing to do is use your words. You're not going to believe anyone's words more than those from your own voice. Your voice matters. So are you in a habit of speaking good words about your own future to yourself? I remember, again, I started this in my 20s somewhere, and I felt really stupid when I did it, was to speak in the mirror good things to myself, say good things to myself, become friends again to myself, and partner with myself for a good hope for a future. Use your words, use your imagination, and get help from other people with maybe a better imagination than you right now in stirring up hope and speaking life. I know for me, I really like Joel Osteen. I really like Les Brown. I like Jim Rohn. I can name a lot of different people because I on purpose put good thoughts in my ears from other people. And I say good words on purpose out of my mouth about my future. I encourage you to do that too. Another thing to look out for hope is learn a little bit about yourself. How are you wired? I really liked a book called The People Code and a book called Five Love Languages. It helped me understand what drives me. How am I motivated? Um, are you motivated primarily by connection with other people, by achievements, by fun, by just life's a party, or by peace? That can be a tough one these days, about wanting peace. So find out about how you're wired because you're unique and you matter. What else? What are your talents? you might wonder if you have any. You probably actually take your talents for granted. There's so many different kinds. Um, There's drawing, writing, planning, speaking, fixing, figuring, people that are explorers, discoverers, teachers, people that just like improving things, people that just want to help, people that are givers. There's all kinds of talents. Which talents do you have? You have at least one and stir that up and stop taking it for granted. Everybody's not good at what you're good at. And next, are you encouraging yourself? Now, if you're not feeling like encouraging yourself because maybe some uh, really difficult things have gotten you stuck, I want to recommend this book to you, The Grief Recovery Handbook. I'll probably need to do an episode later or interview maybe the author, if I'm fortunate, to learn about the importance of grief. We have losses in life. Sometimes they're devastating, and you might need time to grieve. I went through a divorce years ago, and that was not my plan for a happy life. It was incredibly painful, and I did a lot of grieving. I shed a lot of tears, and I needed to, probably more tears in one year than I had all the years prior, but I needed it. My mantra was cry when I need to cry, talk when I need to talk, and even if I had hope, I still needed to grieve, and I talked to other people about it too. I also went through the loss of my mom a couple of years ago to cancer, and my children went through the loss of their father to cancer. They both happened in very close proximity. Their father died, and then three months later, my mother died in the same facility in the room next door. That was a tough year for me. There's lots I could talk about, but again, that was a season where I needed to grieve losses. And respect the time to recover from all that stress. That's an important thing to do. Do you know that sometimes people that have addiction or are, seem to be, quote, chronically depressed or things like that, and they're stuck, sometimes it's because you need to grieve the losses, respect that process. And after respectfully acknowledging and grieving those things, being able to let them go. And sometimes it involves forgiveness and untangling things. Who knows? Every situation is different, but there's ways out to a great new future. That's a whole topic of its own. But the Grief Recovery Handbook by John W. James and Russell Friedman, I recommend it. And then you can more easily get to where you encourage yourself. Again, people like Christine Kane, Joel Osteen. And the ones that come to my mind naturally are people of faith because that's that's my life. But who encourages you? But read good things. Put good things in front of your eyes and into your ears. And then you know another thing that's good to do on purpose? Find reasons to laugh. Find reasons to be silly. Do you know that people that laugh a lot live longer? They're healthier. They have better relationships. And if you think, well, gosh, there's not a whole lot of things to laugh about right now. We'll find things that are disconnected to anything that's practical and just laugh. There are some funny things on the internet. There are funny memes out there or whatever, but find ways to laugh. Find reasons to disconnect from the challenges of life and just find what you can be grateful for, what you can laugh about. And gratefulness is another big one. What can you be thankful for? What can you be? There are some things, and as more you focus on them, begin to write them down. Write one down every day. Add to that list. Say it out loud. These are things that can encourage you. This is not meant to be any type of complete teaching, but just some thoughts about your hope, about stirring up hope and a future. And I did an interview recently on a book called Struggle Well by Ken Falk. I highly recommend that. I highly recommend So many different things. In other words, building a life worth living, a life you deserve. takes some work. I work out a little bit, but I know some people who work out a lot. And I know that at the beginning, you can't lift as big of weights as you can later on because it's a workout. And it takes time. It takes energy. And there's a little bit of pain sometimes, but you get stronger. That's what it can take is a workout sometimes to get back to a place of hope. But reach out. It's common for humans to struggle. There will be struggles in life. And some of you have dealt with so many different things and so much harder things than I have. But I know what it's like to wonder how can I get through the next day or the current day I'm in? But I did. Now, for me, I'm always going to say, God, help me. I have no qualms about saying that. I do believe people were created to win and that hope can be restored. And I want you to build some ideas, use your imagination, use your words, use your energy, reach out for help. If you don't have a lot of friends right now, then you start with things like podcasts. You read books, do what you can, but you stick with us. There's no one else like you. There's no one that can repeat what's possible for you to accomplish. You have a purpose on this earth. You have talents you probably don't even know about yet. I promise you it's worth it. I've been there. I was in a place I didn't want to be on the planet. And now, though there's things in this world that do tend to want to discourage me, I still have great hope. And I want you to have hope too. But again, make the effort. You're worth it. Make the effort. For someone who is your best friend, because you should treat yourself respectfully in a way where you would want to hang out with you. Treat yourself like that friend you always wish you had. Do you treat yourself like that friend you always wish you had? Do you love, accept, honor, and respect yourself? Love, accept, honor, and respect yourself. You're worth it. I'd like you to have great hope for your future. Because humans are amazing. We can turn things around. We can build again. We can reconcile. We can do all kinds of things. Stay with us. Get up. Get back in the game. Because you have a Super Bowl to win.